Welcome to Hey Joe, a podcast answering questions asked by our listeners. Created by pet professionals for pet professionals. And now, your host, Hey Joe's very own, Joe Zuccarello. What's up, everyone? Joe Zuccarello here, and welcome to Hey Joe, a podcast brought to you by Paragon School of Pet Grooming. Check out our site at paragonpetschool.com for lots of really cool information on a variety of programs, products, and to connect to educational resources such as webinars, podcasts, current events, special news, certifications, and lots of other helpful information to help you grow yourself, your team, and of course your business. Let's get started with this week's episode. What's up, everyone? This is Joe Zuccarello, your host of the Hey Joe podcast. This is a podcast where you get to listen in on a real-life coaching call between myself and a subject matter expert in the pet industry. And most of the questions and subject matter we cover kind of come from questions you might ask from uh, the Hey Joe listener audience out there. And uh, not surprisingly, uh, most of those questions start with the words, Hey Joe. Well, that's a pain I haven't felt before. I used to be able to do that, but now my body is fighting me. How am I going to get through today? Is this pain or injury going to cut my career short? Is it temporary? Is there something I can do to help this discomfort? Or is it going to just keep getting worse? If these are questions you have, you're definitely not alone. We have often said that a career in the pet care services uh, uh, industry is a physical one and one that is definitely uh, demanding on your body, both mentally and physically. Today, I'll be talking with Dr. Matt Finney. Dr. Matt is a chiropractor, and even bigger than that, he's a a member of a national presence of doctors called the Wellness Champions. These champions have made it their mission to help people just like you, who are in a physically demanding job, uh, to help spread the word of preventative care so that you don't shave time off of your career and possibly your income potential and your financial security. Uh, Dr. Matt is going to share some real-life information with you in hopes that you start paying more attention to what you do daily that can actually be hurting you or helping uh, or even maybe something you're going to be doing daily that actually help you well into the future. And as always, you can go to paragonpetschool.com to learn more about Dr. Matt and the Wellness Champions and stick around to the very end of the podcast because Dr. Matt is going to share with you some really cool, exciting news on how you can get some of the attention from the wellness champions for free. So stick around. If you have not already done so, please subscribe to this uh, this podcast and share this podcast with all of your friends and family who you believe can benefit by listening to it. What's up, everyone? This is Joe Zuccarello, your host of the Hey Joe podcast. And Dr. Matt and I will be talking about health and wellness in the pet care services uh, career today. And thank you to all of the Hey Joe listener audience out there for sending in questions about this and many other topics. If you would like to submit your question for possible use on a future Hey Joe podcast, it's very easy to do. Just send your question to our email address. And that email address is heyjoequestions at paragonpetschool.com. What's up, Dr. Matt? How are you today? What's happening, Joe? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Good, man. Thanks for joining us uh, today. And I'm sure our audience is just going to be uh, inundated with some very helpful information from you. Uh, but I think first we, we owe them uh, a little bit more of an explanation about who you are, how you got started in, in your career choice. Uh, and maybe that's a little bit of a, an inspiration for our team, but certainly a connection as well. So you mind telling us a little bit more about yourself? 
cool. Yeah, so my name's uh, Dr. Matt Finney. Uh, local doc in, in Grand Rapids, Michigan, but uh, also part of a national network of providers really all across the USA and really the, the world known as the Wellness Champions. And really our, our big goal, big vision, big purpose is bringing health and wellness solutions to local groups, organizations, businesses. And so, yeah, great question. My professional training is chiropractor. Um, that's kind of how I got my start. Um, was a, a rugby player. Used to play rugby for the Canadian national team. Was in New Zealand. Ended up having uh, basically what I thought at the time was a, a career-ending injury. Um, herniated, you know, three discs in my neck. Couldn't feel my arm or hand. I mean, I couldn't even lift up a glass of water at the time. And so I, I tried all of the, the traditional treatments and, and methods, the tea, the stretches, the, I mean, you name it, I did it. And it wasn't until I, until I actually met a chiropractor and he sort of explained to me, hey, this is how the body works. This is what's going on with your system right now. This is what you need to do to get it fixed. And he sort of mapped out a, a game plan or, or, or a roadmap to get me back uh, up and running from, from a performance standpoint so I could actually play again. Got back on, actually got back on the team. Interesting story was over in England. Met a couple of guys from Newcastle that were actually home on their summer break, and they were uh, on a rugby scholarship to become chiropractors. And so we started kind of talking after the game, and they're like, "Yeah, you can actually get a, a scholarship in, in America and become a chiropractor." And I'm like, "Cool, sign me up. How do I do it?" So we kind of, you know, corresponded back and forth, and uh, and the rest is history. <clears throat> That's how it started. Wow, that's so. Now you know it's interesting. I think when you when you talk about your uh, beginnings and that you were on a on a national rugby team, uh, I think sometimes our, the Hey Joe listener audience out there feels like they've just participated in a game of rugby. So I think we're going to have an immediate connection there um, as far as the physical nature, the physical uh, uh, tolls. I think that uh, uh, you know a professional in pet care faces every day and it really you know I don't really mind I don't really care if you're a dog groomer or you are a uh, dog walker or you are a pet sitter or daycare uh, uh, provider any of those uh, you know I, I think about I think about you know these these animals that we just cherish and just what they can actually do to us right as we're trying to care for them just even at the end of the leash and the pulling and the struggling or trying to you know trying to, to maintain them uh, maintain some some sense of control or organization on the table all of those things so we're going to kind of peel that back a little bit and and allow dr matt to uh start to try to maybe identify some things for you so that Maybe when these things are happening to you out there, uh, Hey Joe listener audience, when you're when these things are happening to you, maybe you have a, a, a better sense of awareness and can actually see uh, maybe how those things are affecting you. So when we're talking health and wellness, you know, and, and, and Dr. Matt, you're a chiropractor. Um, there are yep. probably a large uh, faction of our listener audience out there that that visit chiropractors. I know my my chiropractor for myself and my athlete son. He's uh, you know almost like a member of the family uh, now. But there are a lot of folks out there that have never been to a chiropractor, right? So maybe they've heard some things about chiropractors and such. And, and, you know, give us, can you just give us really kind of the down and dirty about chiropractic medicine? Yeah. Yeah. Great question. Um, You know, a lot of times people will think, uh, you know, chiropractic is just about back pain or neck pain or, or maybe headaches. Um, 
but there is a very intimate connection between the body structure, so skeletal system, and the nervous system, which nervous system is the master control system, controls and coordinates every single function that your body carries out every single second of every day, from your heart beating, to your lungs breathing, to your you know, stomach digesting food, creating you know, new tissues, um, all of these processes are controlled and coordinated by the brain and communicated through the nervous system. And so spinal column is protecting the spinal cord, just like your skull protects the brain, which is like the mainframe computer. And it's sending and receiving uh, hundreds of millions of messages every single second back and forth. And it's either saying, hey, everything's good down here, or hey, something has to be done. So anything that's that's interfering with that communication pathway is really interfering with how your body functions and your body's ability to function on a daily basis is really what determines your energy, your quality of life, your standard of living and what you're able to, uh, I mean, really accomplish, you know, in a day's work or week's worth or month's work in terms of helping and serving the people that you're, you're with or the animals that you're with. Um, I don't know if that, that answered your question, but really that's what it is, is we're, we're nerve doctors, we're nervous system doctors, really interested in the human frame and maximizing performance potential. No, that is uh, that definitely helps me, me, and I'm sure it helps a lot of other folks. I wish somebody would have been able to explain it to me that way before we just kind of jumped into it. Uh, actually, my, my son's uh, 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 athletic trainer had recommended our chiropractor. And uh, it wasn't until after my son started going there that, that my wife and I started going to the chiropractor, right? So we would have not necessarily just kind of leapt into that. Uh, but because to your point, we thought, well, heck, you see a chiropractor when you have back pain, right? Or neck pain. So, uh, you know, it goes, it right. goes well beyond that. And what's really great about having Dr. Matt on speaking to you, uh, our audience out there for the Hey Joe podcast, is that uh, Dr. Matt is uh, not only just a chiropractor and just a member of, of, of wellness champions. And that's what he, you know, that's the role he, he uh, focuses on uh, uh, mainstream, but Dr. Matt understands our industry. And here's why I say that Dr. Matt has been a longtime training partner for our learn to groom dogs.com membership base. So if you have, uh, if you are a member uh, at learn to groom dogs.com, you might've seen Dr. Matt's uh, videos and instructions. If you're not a member at learn to groom dogs.com, I would recommend that you do that right away. Sign on as a member and you can see his full feature videos. So you can take what we're talking with for a brief moment in time today, and you can then go and learn even more of what Dr. Matt has to share with you. So my point is, is that Dr. Matt understands what it is that you do every day in the pet care services arena. Uh, to that point, uh, pick a body part, right? Uh, pet care services arena is very, very physical. Uh, doesn't really matter your age, although I, you're going to, I'm sure, uh, uh, talk about you know, how age matters uh, to some things and preventativeness and uh, preventative measures and such. But uh, uh, as we were prepping for our show, you said, listen, man, it, what, what, you know, it could be your neck, it could be your hands, it could be your finger, it could be your knees, it could be your wrist. Um, not anything mm -hmm. that's right now foreign or surprising to the Hey Joe listener audience out there. So, you know, when we talk about a physically demanding career, do you, how do you see, because you, you treat people obviously outside of the pet industry. So mm -hmm. how, do you, how does a pet industry measure up to maybe some other uh, types of careers? Do you think that we are uh, uh, less physical, just as physical, more physical? How, how does it rank? Oh my goodness. 
you know, when they look at it, even if, if you compare it, and this, these are all great questions, you know, and, and just to sort of comment on what you'd said previously, I mean, I don't, don't pretend to know every single thing about what grooming professionals do, but I do know uh, that what they do is performance-based, you know, just, just with working with, with many, many groomers over the years. Um, when they look at studies, and there's, there's research behind this, when they actually compare, you know, grooming professionals to, say, control groups, and they look at incidents of different, you know, musculoskeletal issues. And this is right out of the Oxford Journal of Occupational Medicine, um, Volume 61, Issue 5. I mean, neck pain, 46% of grooming professionals will experience neck pain as compared to, say, 19% of, of people in a control group. So that's people that aren't groomers. Hmm. Shoulder pain, you're looking at 55% of grooming professionals. That's one in, over one in two compared to 11% of a control group. Elbows, 11 compared to 1% of a control group. So 10 times the likelihood you're going to have some type of elbow issue. Wrist and hand, 43% compared up to 9% that aren't, aren't grooming. Upper back, 40. Lower back, 60. Two, almost, I mean, almost two-thirds leg and foot. I mean, these are all things that, I mean, the listeners know. They're like, holy jumping. I've dealt with all of this stuff at some point. It's not if. It's really it's, it's when is it going to happen. So that's why being prepared for it and, uh, and and really taking the best care of your body on a proactive, like preventative basis, I mean, is really, really important. The numbers are quite clear. The stats are clear. Well, what's amazing about that, Dr. Matt, is that you have just quantified through looking at numbers. This is the, and this is, these are proven numbers. This isn't just feeling like, you know, I think our, our the Hey Joe listener audience out there is right, uh, right now having this aha moment, right? They just did that like V8 smacked to the forehead. Like, yeah, that's right. It's, that's me. That's exactly how I feel. But until you just said to them, listen, the way you feel is completely valid. And not only valid, it's proven. It's scientifically measured against control groups to say that it's five, six, eight. And, and, and I want the Hey Joe listener audience out there to know this is the first time that I'm hearing those statistics as well. And I am just blown away. I knew, I knew, I knew that this is a physically demanding career choice. And Dr. Matt just said, yeah, you know what? It's totally valid. Your feelings are totally valid. So, uh, just a quick reminder of 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 who we're or who we're talking with today, who you guys are listening to. This is Dr. Matt Finney. Uh, Dr. Matt is a longtime friend of our industry and certainly a longtime friend of LearnToGroomDogs.com and Paragon School of Pet Grooming. Definitely Melissa Verplank, our founder as well. So Melissa and Dr. Matt know each other very well. Um, and uh, uh, again, we're talking to Dr. Matt about the physical tolls of the pet career or the pet services career. And uh, we're going to now start kind of peeling that back a little bit and saying, okay, we've identified that we have statistically proven that this is an issue. We are confident that we uh, know now that every body part can be affected in our career choice. But now let's maybe take a little bit of a dive into uh, education and awareness. And Dr. Matt, I've told you before, Paragon, we believe that education is everything. So sometimes education is, is also synonymous with just being aware. So whether, whether you, the listener audience out there, uh, know this already, I guess my challenge to you is if you don't know it, you're going to know it after this podcast. But if you do know it, are you putting it into practice? Are you practicing it? So let's talk a little bit about prevention. And so just, uh, uh, and, and, Part of this is we've got that we run the age gamut, Dr. Matt. So we've got, you know, we've got some 
uh, uh, baby groomers. We've got some uh, uh, teenagers that might be listening that work in a, in a daycare facility, a, a pet daycare facility or boarding facility, uh, all the way up to and including yep. veteran groomers and such that have been doing this for 30, 40, maybe even more years. Um, so it's kind of hard to talk about prevention, or is it, uh, to the people that have been doing it for a while. But it, you've told me it's never too late to start trying to prevent what could happen next. Of course. Yeah, so I mean, uh, let's peel yeah, that back a little bit. No, that's okay. So let's peel that back a little bit. So, you know, just because you know it, are you practicing it? And uh, uh, what, what are some of the things now that if you were to kind of identify some of the biggies, some of the things that maybe our, our pet care professionals out there can do to prevent themselves uh, uh, from getting injured? Well, yeah, I think I think you really hit the nail on the head there, Joe. I mean, one of the, the first things is just becoming aware that, um, you know, the constant stress that that they're dealing with as grooming professionals is not uncommon. I mean, it's across the board. Um, it's not just necessarily to that that sort of acute, like, oh, I, you know, I I, I lifted wrong this one time, or I, you know, I slipped on you know, the floor and ended up injuring myself and it couldn't work for six months. One of the big, big things is just understanding that, that really the stress that they're dealing with, um, the repetitive movements, the prolonged sort of static postures, uh, it's a, it's a cumulative trauma. It's not like, Hey, it happened one time and then it went away. What happens is it's, it's a called negative survival value on the body and it accumulates over the course of your career. And so kind of like I would use the analogy of a car. I mean, you can drive a brand new car off of the lot and you're going to get 20, 30, maybe even 40,000 miles out of it. No matter, no matter what you do to it, you can beat the heck out of the thing and it's still going to get you from point A to point B. But what happens is the mileage starts to increase. Mileage starts to get higher. You start to get up into that 40, 50,000. That's when the wheels can can fall off the car. And it wasn't just that, you know, that one turn or that one stop. It was the the constant cumulative stress that these groomers are dealing with all day long every day. And it's over the course of say three, five, ten, you know, fifteen years. So just recognizing that all of those little things, whether you feel them right now or not, your body is ha- is forced to handle and adapt to them. And the more things that you can do to improve your basically your ability to adapt the longer the healthier the happier you're going to be i mean in your career if that makes sense so that's one of the first things is just getting your head around hey it's like every little thing you do does matter right and you've and you've said to me before feeling good now doesn't mean everything is okay that's that's a play right out of your book so that one really struck me is that don't be uh, I guess don't be bluffed by uh, age, right? A lot of times young people, myself included, when I was a teenager, early 20s, man, I thought I was bulletproof. And there are certain mm-hmm. things now that I'm paying for, you know, a, a budding career in football, you know, those types of things. Uh, Long time young person career, you know, as a young athlete in soccer, uh, knees and feet and things of that sort. So, um, so feeling good doesn't mean, uh, doesn't necessarily mean everything is okay. Mm-hmm. And it really comes down to, to what, what would be our definition of health. I mean, how do we know? How do we know whether or not we're doing well? How do we know whether or not we have something going on? And it really has nothing to do with how we feel, nothing to do with how we look. 
you know, nothing to do with, with whether or not we have a symptom. Really, it has to do with how, how we're functioning. And that's really what, what we're interested in is how is your body functioning? And are you doing or, or providing the things that your body requires in order to function at its peak for the longest possible period of time? And so, yeah, we can, we can kind of get into some of that stuff yeah, let's, know, down let's... the road, but really help. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just going to say, let's, let's take a, a, a quick peek behind that curtain. Um, so if what you're talking about is, you know, I, I kind of pointed out, really, it's kind of the only thing I, I go to is not necessarily like how many dogs have you groomed in your career or how many pets have you walked in your career, that sort of thing. But if we can at least maybe look at ages and say, okay, you know, because part of this is, is, you know, one of our, one of our uh, jobs at the Paragon School of Pet Grooming, whether it's on on-campus school or distance learning online uh, training program, or even learntogroomdogs.com, and we have a lot of folks that are just getting into the industry. So we don't want to spook them either, right? So we don't want to scare them and say, oh my gosh, you're going to get hurt. Uh, just <laughs> right. Right? don't do this, you know, run, no. <laughs> run while you can. Uh, but I think it's more so uh, just bringing it to them so that they can start paying attention to that early. So do you have some things for maybe our, uh, and I don't know what you would consider young. I still consider myself young, although sometimes people in my body would argue differently. But what do you have some things that we can do as uh, maybe our younger audience out there can be paying attention to now? Good, healthy routines to kind of put in place right now that might help them out long term. Yeah, yeah, and I, and I mean it really gets back to what we were speaking about earlier is is really treating you know our our careers as as groomers as as a, a daily. There, you mentioned it. It's like sometimes we feel like we just played a rugby match. I mean your their job on a daily basis is like an athletic event. And so the difference between, and I, I, I coin, you know, groomers as what I call occupational athletes, you know, they're showing up to work every single day and they're playing an eight, nine, 10 hour match, um, you know, with, with the animals and the, and the people that they're interacting with. I mean, just because it is so physically intensive. And so the average, the difference between, say, a, a professional athlete and an occupational athlete, one of them is, is pay scale. Although we do know the longer that you can stay in the game, the, the easier it becomes to, to earn an income. Um, but professional athletes, they have to maintain that level of performance for about three to five years would be the average career span for a professional athlete. After that, they can go do whatever the heck they want to do. They can go lay on a beach and, and, and you know, do whatever. Now, us as occupational athletes, we need to maintain that level of performance, that level of service, that level of care. We need to do it over the course of 30 to 50 years. And so really, one of the things we know is that our daily rhythms and our daily rituals are really what determine our results. Um, one of the things, I mean, we can, we can go many different ways on this. We can talk nutrition. We can talk sleep. We can talk exercise and movement and stuff. I mean, just even having a positive, I mean, there's so many positive mental attitudes, so many different areas that we can go here, um, you know, maintaining and doing those things. But what I will say is having a, you know, an evening routine, having a morning routine, just like an athlete would have a warm-up routine, having some type of physical warm-up routine where you're preparing your body for the day's events. I mean, it's super important preparing the mind for the day's events. Um, 
you know, you tell me, Joe, where do you want to go with this? Yeah, you know, I, it's interesting. Sometimes I think uh, some of our Hey Joe listener audience out there thinks the morning warm up is how hot the coffee is in their cup that morning. <laughs> <laughs> That's my morning wake, my morning uh, warm up, right? Um, but you know, mm -hmm. I think uh, I think Dr. Matt, you know, yeah, I'm 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 certain you're going to be a repeat guest on the Hey Joe podcast. So I think what we probably will do on future episodes, we're going to take a little bit deeper dive into all of those things, or, or maybe we'll group some of those things together. But you know, you kind of summed it up by saying, listen, me, you know, have this evening routine, have this morning routine. Uh, uh, I, I just love the uh, I just love the comparison that you make to athletes, professional athletes, in that a professional athlete again. Their career is, is, is very short-lived, but our career in, pet, in professional pet care is long-term. Um, I just think really that that comparison is, is super powerful to kind of put in, 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 into the mindset of the Hey Joe listener audience out there. So uh, maybe for, for just a moment, let's talk just for a, a minute about the morning routine. All right. So obviously, you know, uh, uh, evenings, uh, we're just tuckered out, right? So we might just jump into bed and, 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 and call it quits for the day. Maybe we take a, a hot bubble bath or whatever. Um, don't tell anybody I said that, but, <laughs> you know, um, but you know, maybe we, maybe, and maybe we just kind of fall into our recliner into, in, 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 and just crash. But uh, what, let's talk about that morning routine because so many times our Hey Joe listener audience, they're up bright and early. They're, they're opening the door yeah. when the customers are coming in with them. And, what is it that they can do before they get there? So I think, I think one of the big things is just, you know, getting out of bed. When you do get out of bed, what can happen a lot of times is we'll pop open maybe a cell phone or uh, maybe have a computer or laptop up and we start to either, I don't know, maybe scroll through social media or answer emails or phone calls. Um, and so one of the big things I would say is just setting the agenda uh, for the day. You know, what happens if we're starting off in what we call like a responsive, you know, we're reacting to things that are going on, you know, in our world right away. It puts us into this, what we call like this hind brain fight flight um, mentality. So we're just reacting and just trying to survive or make it through the day. So one of the first things I, I mean, I recommend people do is get up in the morning and really set the agenda for the day. Um, you know, me personally, I love daily goals and affirmations. You know, I recommend doing that, you know, kind of planning out your day the evening before or planning out your week, maybe Sunday, you know, get a, get a cup of coffee, look at what you have coming so that you can actually prepare for um, the week ahead. Otherwise, I mean, from a stress standpoint, from a physiology standpoint, I mean, there's so much research, you know, behind just, operating in that that fight flight that that fear mentality was like oh my gosh you know what's going to happen next or oh my gosh i'm going to deal with this I mean, really setting that agenda for the day i think is super important um you know you could do we call it the hour of power you could narrow it down to the, the 10 minutes of power um even you know things you can do to really stimulate um what we call the rest and digest or the the healing and repair portion of the nervous system you know tempo breathing or box breathing you know, five seconds, deep breath in, hold for five, and then out. I mean, even just starting with 10 reps of that, oxygenating the system, that's going to, I mean, just clear the head and put you into that, you know, that, that sort of proactive uh, executive function where you can really prioritize 
you know, productive outcomes and what you need to do and accomplish for that day. I mean, that's even just a simple, simple start. Right. Right. Um, well, and I know that sometimes too, and, 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 uh, uh, you know, what I really like about that is you owe it to yourself. You owe it to the pets, right? Because you're dealing with the pets so they can, they can cause a little frustration throughout the day. You owe it to the pet parents who could cause you equal amounts of frustration. Uh, you owe it to your team members, whether you're a coworker or maybe you're one of our salon leaders or salon managers or owners, right? So you owe it to everybody kind of in your orbit, including yourself as the kind of center of your own orbit, right? There's a technique that, I, uh, that I'll share with the, with the group that I uh, learned a long time ago, and that is before you go to bed the night before, right? Go ahead and, and download what it is that you think you're going to need to be addressing in the morning by writing it down. So what's interesting is if you write it down the night before, it, I don't know what happens, but it's kind of this body, your, your, a mental release of let's not take that to bed, right? So you, you've written it down and you, you've transferred it from your head uh, uh, to, to something else. And a really cool thing to do, you know, everybody gets ready in the morning and most of us, now not necessarily uh, 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 by the looks of things, sometimes it looks like people don't look in the mirror before, <laughs> while they're getting ready, but most of us look in the mirror when they're getting ready. <laughs> Um, take a dry erase marker and write that list on your mirror so that when Love you it. get up in the morning and you're looking at yourself in the mirror, then you're in that hour of power. You're in that time. You're in that frame of mind prepping for the day, right? So you've released it so you don't go to bed with it. But in mm -hmm. the morning when you're getting ready at that particular moment, you're kind of pre pre-charging yourself, right? So you're, you're kind of, you've charged your batteries and now you're turning on your day. Um, so I really like that. So let's, let's talk about a couple of, of, of really good go do this today examples. So one of my pet peeves, Dr. Matt, is in the grooming salons or, or anywhere where we have to lift a pet. Okay. And I don't care if that pet is two pounds or if that pet's 200 pounds. I see lifting done in, oh my gosh, all kinds of different ways. And some of them just even watching hurts my back. So let's, let's say, you know, I'm a big fan of team lift, right? So, uh, yep. you know, more than one person lifting, lifting an animal, uh, lifting a dog, maybe it's into an elevated tub or onto a table or something like that. What, what, what can, what can our Hey Joe listener audience members do right now today as uh, let's say, Hey, maybe we're fortunate enough to be part of their hour of power. They're listening to us on the way to, uh, in their way to work today. What can they do today to lift? Mm -hmm. better? Yeah, great questions. I mean, and these are basics. I mean, you, you know, a lot of times people have heard these things before, but it's, am I actually doing it? And really the, the things that are easy to do, they're also very easy uh, to forget or to not do. Um, so one, I mean, just key is, is bending at the knees, you know, keeping, keeping the back straight. Don't round out the back. Don't round out the spine. That's the, the quickest way to, to blow out a disc in the lower back. You know, you want to bend at the knees assisted lifts or team lifts i mean super super important and there's a lot of equipment in the grooming industry that's available if you don't have somebody there with you and especially for those bigger dogs i mean set the standard say hey anything over say say 30 pounds this is going to be a team lift and then it's there's just no exceptions to it this is how we do it and again it's not the one-time thing but it's remember it's a cumulative thing so it's lifting a 30 pound dog 10 times for 30 years, that's what's going to cause damage. That's what's going to put you in a situation where then you can't show up to work at your best every day. Mm -hmm. um, another one would be when you are lifting, never twisting when you're lifting. I mean, lifting straight up, come to a neutral where you're locked, and then 
turning your whole body and heading in the direction that you need to, to go. Um, one of those ways that you can really, you know, make those really those joints vulnerable in your, in your spine and your body is when you lift and twist at the same time. Again, these are refreshers. We've been taught this, but this is really important stuff. Um, you know, I'm going to jump in there. I'm going to jump in there for just a moment. So you just brought, yeah. I, I just, I, I have a mental picture. And uh, so let's, let's draw, let's draw this out for the, for the audience. So they are, let's say they're getting ready to put a 20 pound dog into the tub. So they've walked this dog to the tub room or to the tub area. And now they're, let's say they've bent with their knees and, and I don't know about you guys out there, but if you've not ever really tried to bend from the knees and not using your back and bending from the, from the waist, try it without lifting anything and just feel what that, you know, recognize what that feels like and put that into practice before you even try to lift a dog. I will bet that most people out there have, they know this, right? But they're not practicing it. But when you say lifting and twisting, now you're talking about this combination action. And I see this all the time where people will bend down because, you know, do they put the dog between them and the tub and then lift it? Not very often. So the dog might be standing kind of perpendicular to the tub, right? They're maybe facing the tub. So they lift, they li they'll lift the pet and then they'll turn the top part of their body and they'll put the dog in the tub without letting their feet catch up or their bottom, the, the bottom half of their body kind of catch up to the top half before then they extend themselves to put the dog in the tub. So for all the Hey Joe listener audience out there, pay attention to this. Watch what happens when you pick up the pet. Are you, are you lifting and twisting at the same time, which according to Dr. Matt, it's a huge no-no. Correct. You know, one of the other ones I really recommend, and this is this is another sort of common position for grooming professional, is that you know a prolonged static posture for your you know your your brushing and your scissoring. You know, I recommend having a a split stance where you're slightly bent at the knees, keeping your spine so keeping that nice curve and the person in the spine are there to support so you want to have that curve as soon as you lose that structure as soon as you roll forward or bend out you're losing all of that supporting power so you're actually bending at the knees in sort of a split or scissor type stand and then you can you know depending on how high or how low you need to go you know, i recommend you know keeping your body or upper back in a nice neutral posture and then lowering or bending to the height you need to be at using the legs if that makes sense it makes sense you have a visual of that Mm -hmm. But, you know, especially if you're in those positions for 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes, um, the last thing you want to do is be rounded at the back, bent over, you know, kind of hunched over the dog, puts a tremendous amount of stress to train upper back, neck, and shoulders, can lead to things like tendonitis in the shoulders and the elbows, uh, carpal tunnel type numbness and tingling in the hands are common ones from these prolonged static positions, headaches, um, even stuff like sinus stuff, allergies, this stuff can all be affected by pressure on the nervous in those areas. And you really just want to mitigate your exposure on a daily basis. So one of these prolonged or static positions that is another kind of pet peeve of mine is when I walk through a grooming salon and I see that the table height, I mean, they make great tables in our business, right? They have electric tables, they have hydraulic tables, uh, tables, even if you can't afford those, a lot of tables out there that are just fold up tables have adjustable inserts for the legs so you can make it higher or lower. Yeah, it's a little bit more tricky or a little bit more effort and work to adjust the height on those before you put a pet on those. But listen, if that's what you can afford, you still have the ability to treat yourself well. But one of my biggest pet peeves is that when I walk in and I watch, I watch professional groomers 
and the tubs are a little bit trickier to to be able to raise up and down and there are some believe it or not that go up and down uh, but most of the time they're built in or they're pretty well they're pretty well static um, you can put a dog on a platform in the tub to kind of uh, uh, regulate its height as as a uh, as a relation to to a person's height but the tables I almost think there's there's really no excuse for for this it's just poor practice where the pet is at a, a height on the table that is not conducive or not friendly to our posture. Correct. Yeah, so I mean, getting that table height, so you are in a position where where your your spine and your body is in a neutral supportive posture is, is really important. And then you have you know you you know little variation just obviously depending on the height of the dog and, and the position the dog is in. But that's where that that split or that scissor stance can really really be helpful for your raising and lowering your body using you know, your knees, which is a joint that's designed to bend and still be in a supportive, strong position. So again, if we, if we address lifting and we address lifting and twisting and we address proper table height, uh, really one of the last things I wanted to kind of focus on for one, one, one minute. And of course we could go on and on for hours and hours, but we only have our Hey Joe listener audience attention for a, a certain period of time. But Another thing that, that I know that is healthy, both mentally and physically, what, what is your take or what is your stance or position on taking breaks? Yeah, I, I think breaks are, are very important. Um, almost a requirement. I mean, they're not a, a should, but a must. You know, is having some type of scheduled break, you know, just working that into your daily Again, rhythm and ritual is going to determine your results. Not a should, but a must, and and it just it happens, and you make it happen. So, do you? Is it a break an hour? Is it a break every couple hours? Is there is there is there a magic formula for that? So, I recommend doing something hourly. You know, there's different protocols that I'll have people do just depending on on their specific situation. But, you know, one of the tools that I really like. Um, especially for grooming professionals and, and people that are doing these types of physical jobs, uh, nurses, aides, orderlies, uh, stylists. I mean, uh, similar, although, you know, the people that they're taking care of, the difference between them and, say, groomers is they don't have to worry about uh, a patient turning back and biting their hand. So that's just <laughs> even another added level of, of stress. Most of the time, you know, I, would, I would say that that's true. <laughs> That, that groomers are dealing with, but I like there's uh, you know protocols that'll have people work through, and they're they're what I call a trigger point fall. So you're getting in and you're finding any of those areas that are stiff, tight, sore, and you're getting in there with it's a really sort of high density uh, rubber. And I'm happy to post the the link to you know one of the more common protocols that I use. Joe, if you're interested, and I can send it to you, and you can you know kind of post that with this podcast if you'd like. Um, but we'll actually show people how to get in and start to loosen up some of those stiff, tight, tender, sore muscles. And it really, the equipment required is small, so it's super portable, super easy to do. Um, you know, focusing on key areas. You don't have to get down on the ground or anything like that. It can be done against a wall. And I'm talking like like 20 to 60 seconds per position. You're taking one to two minutes, say, on an hour in between animals, just to make sure, again, you're, you're in that pattern of boom, boom, boom being able to best serve the people that you're taking care of, not only from a, a, an overall performance standpoint right then and there, but being able to do it for a long period of time. Because you mentioned before, I mean, 
for a lot of people, the fur, fur animals, fur babies, these are the most important uh, things in their lives. And, and they're really trusting, as grooming professionals, trusting us with them uh, to do the best job we possibly can every single you know, day that we're showing up. And a lot of times I think the day-to-day stuff can really kind of kind of bog us down because we've been doing it for a long time. But for, for a lot of people, this is the most important day in their animals. You know, two or three months is the day that they're coming in to get groomed, so they're going to look freaking fantastic for the rest of the time. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And I will, I will, I will take you up on that generous offer to post that information on the paragonpetschool.com webpage on the podcast webpage, because I think that that and any other tools that you might be able to provide the Hey Joe listener audience uh, would just truly be a, a blessing, a, a real gift for our audience. And, and, and let me tell you all of our, for all of our salon owners and managers out there, uh, 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 daycare owners, uh, boarding facility manager owners, you want your team to do this. This is something that, uh, uh, however you can weave it into your culture to not only be aware, uh, uh, to health and wellness, but also to practice these things. So encourage these breaks. And I know, I know, I know it's really hard, right? Because we've got a full day and everything else. But let me tell you, if you do not put this into practice as part of your culture, uh, you are probably rolling the dice on how long you might have a healthy workforce. So uh, if you're an individual out there, be sure to do it. Even if you're mobile, you know, we got a lot of mobile groomers out there, right? Take time and do these things mm-hmm. uh, mobile. I'm sure these little devices or these little tips and tricks that uh, Dr. Matt's going to share with us is going to be helpful. So Dr. Matt, you know, we started off this whole podcast uh, a little while ago. My time has flown by, but uh, we started kind of talking about not only about yourself and, and your profession, but also your, uh, 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 your contribution or your membership to the wellness champions. So give us, give us an idea of who the wellness champions are. Uh, you know, you're obviously in the Grand Rapids area. So all of our Hey Joe listener audience out there, unless they fly to you, they're probably not going to all be able to come see you personally. Tell us a little bit about wellness mm-hmm. champions and how the Hey Joe listener audience can access or get access to the wellness champions and what the wellness champions can do for them. Cool. Yeah. So we're a, a national nonprofit, the 501c3 uh, network of docs, uh, really with the big goal, big vision, big purpose of providing um, proactive health and wellness solutions to local uh, groups, organizations, businesses. And so really, essentially, in a nutshell, we bring wellness solutions um, to the workplace. We have docs all over the world. You can find us if you want to check out our website, um, wellnesschampions.org. And then it's broken down by country, by state. You can click and see if you, if you can find somebody in your area. Or if you would like, I'm, I'm happy to try and find somebody if you were interested in having somebody come in and do one of these workshops, groomer-specific workshops for your team. Um, just to kind of really, again, create that awareness, create that culture of, of proactive health and wellness, performance-based, but really all about longevity and staying in our careers for as long as we possibly can, being as, as, as good as we possibly can, always reaching our fullest potential. We always, you know, as far as lunch, we always bring lunch. It's 100% free. Um, we do it as, as local docs. We do it for, you know, we do it for exposure. And we want to, you know, come in contact and meet, work with people that are interested in, in taking care of themselves. So if you are interested, you, you know, we would love to come in and do something with your team. Um, if you want me to try and find somebody in your area that would do something similar, you know, if you're in the U.S. or you're in another country, 
shoot us an email and we can find somebody, but you can actually go on our website and you can see if there's a local doc in your area. If there's not, um, we'll do our best to accommodate. So these, so, <laughs> um, okay. So you, at first you had me at bringing lunch, but you said the actual session mm -hmm. is not only you're bringing lunch, mm -hmm. but it's also free of charge. So, uh, I, I mean, everybody likes, everybody likes the word free. And so, you know, again, what, what you're doing is you and your group at wellness champions are removing the, uh, the barriers, removing the, the variables uh, to having this uh, brought to the workplace. Uh, uh, really, I mean, there's no argument now. So all of the Hey Joe listener audience out there uh, on paragonpetschool.com on the podcast page under Dr. Matt's podcast, you will be able to find not only the helpful tips and such links to those things that Dr. Matt talked about, but you are definitely going to have all the contact information necessary to take him and his team at the Wellness Champions, his colleagues at the Wellness Champions up on this phenomenal offer. I encourage you, have them in, have them talk to you and your team. Uh, if you work for uh, uh, an employer, uh, introduce them to the Wellness Champions by way of going to the paragonpetschool.com website so that, and, and let them listen to Dr. Matt, and let them listen to this episode because uh, you know, there are gadgets and gimmicks all day long in our industry that are, that are geared to help us. And some really do help us. And some, you know, it's kind of, you know, it, it's kind of arguable whether it helps us or not, but I can guarantee you that one, you can't beat the price Two, you can't beat the, the intent or the reasoning behind why these folks uh, do what they do. So Dr. Matt, I, I just, I know that the Hey Joe listener audience out there is, is, is truly going to benefit by what you brought to them today. Uh, I can't wait to hear the, uh, the, the feedback and responses that we get from this episode. And uh, so I want to thank you for helping us. I want to thank you for uh, uh, sharing this information with our audience today. And I want to thank our audience out there of Hey Joe listener, uh, uh, Hey Joe podcast listeners, because these are some of the, in fact, Dr. Matt's presence on our podcast was because of questions that we received from our audience out there. So if you want to have your question answered on a Hey Joe podcast in the future, it's really simple. Just submit your questions to Hey Joe questions at paragonpetschool.com. And you might just hear your topic discussed with an industry expert in the near future. Dr. Matt, wow. What this is, this is golden stuff. I really do appreciate your time and we wish you the very best. Cool, thank you for having me on, Joe. I really appreciate it. And to all the listeners, thanks for uh, thanks for hanging out with us.